0: Um, my husband, he's a real estate agent and he went to an appointment once with a client who sold uh, products online and he said it was a really good business to be in, especially if you could find a product that didn't have many moving parts to it. And we were on holiday in Europe with a three-month-old at the time and we were like thinking, what could we possibly sell online that would be sort of a simple product to sell that people would want to buy and at, we were with our three-month-old and we were using the uh stretchy wrap carriers and we were like this is a lifesaver this product is amazing perfect like light like bulb moment and we did nothing about it <laughs> because it was just an idea at the time um yeah it took that literally i think it was about two years later madison and i were out for breakfast and that was we just started talking about that random idea and yeah it literally just started that
1: day <laughs> very random. Hello, and welcome to Smart Online Marketing, where I chat to switched on entrepreneurs and experts to chat about smart strategies to build your business in a profitable and sustainable way. My name is Katie Griffin, and I am in the digital marketing game. I specialize in Google Ads, and I've worked one-on-one with clients such as ShowPos, WinWorker Law, and Snuggle Honey Kids. And I also have my own course, teaching small businesses how to grow profitably using Google Ads. If we haven't met before, I'm a kombucha-loving Real Housewives apologist alongside my love of all things pop culture. And yes, that does include the Kardashians. I'm a mum of two, a self-confessed hippie at heart with a love of all things business. Hello and welcome to today's episode. I am super, duper thrilled. I've got a sister duo on today, Madison and Georgia, who own Joey Baby Wraps. And the business is just a baby. It's only about six, I think about six months old. And I talked to them about what it's like running a business as sisters, how they got the idea to make a stretchy baby wrap business. And then the challenges that have arisen since they, that they first decided to start that, or that idea came to fruition. Really great episode. They were so candid in their answers, and they are doing a fantastic job with combining their young kids. They've each got young kids, and building a business with um, in the midst of a global pandemic. So it was so great to talk to them. Before we dive into the interview, I just want to let you know that if you are listening to this on Thursday, when this episode is coming out on the first of October. Tomorrow I will be opening up the doors to my eight-week Google Ads course and it'll teach you everything you need to know to profitably use Google Ads without the need to outsource to a third-party agency and then you can create sustainable and consistent revenue from your ads. So so doors do open to that tomorrow. If you do want to find out more, head to sundaydigital.com.au forward slash profitable dash promotion. I will add the link in that to the show notes. And if you are interested, feel free to slide into my DMs on Instagram and I will chat to you there. But first, let's jump into the chat with Madison and Georgia. Okey dokes. So, guys, thank you so much for joining me today. Can you tell me a bit about who you are and what you do? Yep. <laughs> I wasn't sure who
2: was going to talk then. Um, yeah, so we are sisters from in Victoria. And we sell our stretchy wrap carriers for babies. Um, We only started the business in May and yeah. And so when you say
1: stretchy wrap carriers, for those that aren't, like don't know what that means, like what is a stretchy wrap and why would you use one of those over like a structured carrier?
0: Stretchy wrap carriers, basically just one long piece of material um, that you wrap around your body and you pop your baby in. They're really, really good uh, for the fourth trimester. So amazing for newborn babies. Um, And they have no no buckles, no clips, no Velcro, just one nice, comfortable piece of material, basically.
1: I am a stretchy wrap devotee. So I, for both my babies. They lived in stretchy wraps for the first probably three to four months of their life. My firstborn refused to sleep anywhere except for the stretchy wrap, and so it was on like twenty four seven. I think that probably like a good place to start would be like what made you want to start developing your own brand? Like maybe Madison, what what? Why did you kind of get into starting your own range of of wraps? Yep, and
2: um, we we well, we were on Georgia was on maternity leave and I was uh, about to go on maternity leave and Georgia had actually used them with her firstborn a lot. Georgia's probably the better person to ask this question <laughs> to as she had the idea um, but yeah we just went out for breakfast one morning and Georgia started talking about a business idea that she had had with her husband a few years prior and we Then, I don't know, the business just started, I went back to work because I hadn't started my maternity leave yet and started doing some research into manufacturers and the ball just sort of started rolling from there.
1: So Georgia, like why, why was that idea planted in your head? Um, my husband, he's a real estate agent
0: and he went to an appointment once with a client who sold uh, products online and he said it was a really good business to be in, especially if you could find a product that didn't have many moving parts to it. And we were on holiday in Europe with a three-month-old at the time and we were like thinking, what could we possibly sell online that would be sort of a simple product to sell that people would want to buy and at, we were with our three month old and we were using the uh stretchy wrap carriers and we were like this is a lifesaver this product is amazing perfect like light bulb moment and we did nothing about it <laughs> because it was just an idea at the time um yeah it took that literally i think it was about two years later madison and i were out for breakfast and that was we just started talking about that random idea and yeah it literally just started that day <laughs> Very random. And why
1: did you decide to do that business together then?
0: We Neither of us were 100% uh, happy with our jobs and we, after having our babies, we didn't really think that that was the best idea to be going back to those jobs and we were thinking what could we do while we um, while would stay at home to look after our kids and, yeah, being mums, we're both passionate about looking after our children and passionate about baby wearing as well. There's so many benefits um, to it. So it was just, yeah, it was just a, I don't know, just an idea that we loved. It was a product that we loved, so we thought why not not go with it? Why not create something beautiful that we love?
1: And it's easy to have that idea, I guess, but then what do you do next? Like you said, Madison, that you started, went back to work and you started researching online like manufacturers, but how do you actually go about getting in contact with manufacturers and getting samples and getting products made and then eventually getting your website up and running like that's there's got to be steps in between that that you have to do beforehand
2: yeah yeah so I just we basically went on Alibaba and started looking up the fabric that we thought we wanted to use um and started contacting suppliers which is actually a lot harder than what you would think because of the language barrier and a lot of them already have pre-made um wrap carriers which isn't what we wanted we didn't want to buy some pre-made ones already that are stock standard. Um, we wanted to get our own designs printed on them. So, yeah, we just kept contacting different different people. And I think I ended up uh, searching the fabric and then I found a supplier and we just happened to get really lucky because the supplier that we got our first sample from is the one we've stuck with. And it's, um yeah, been kind of, easy in terms of she's quite good with her English and quite good with getting us exactly what we wanted and it's sort of been a bit of an easy we didn't have to go through a lot of suppliers to get to find the one we found it straight away.
1: And from there what was the Time frame from having that first idea or coming together at that brunch and saying like, hey, let's do something that we kind of want to pursue. What is then um, the time frame for then being ready to go, ready to market?
2: We took a year. I think it was, I think we went to lunch at uh, breakfast at May last year, and then we launched it in May this year. And I think a lot of that is due to us just being quite relaxed about the whole thing with the we
0: babies we both had
1: a baby in that yeah yeah exactly yeah. Georgia so you a baby at nap time
2: in- yeah yeah Georgia had um Louie in June and she already had Bonnie and I had a baby in November so I think we were just a bit like oh yeah like let's do it and then I don't know we we're probably a little bit lazy with getting it all up and running but um
1: so how do you stay motivated during that time when you're um you have young kids you've got babies and how do you then stay motivated to be because that's quite like I don't think people realize that there is usually quite a long time between getting in touch with your first manufacturer finding your manufacturer sourcing your products getting samples that's a long process with product-based businesses I tend to find that it usually is around about that year mark between getting it ready to sell um how do you stay motivated during that time? Like, I'm sure that there's times where you think, oh my God, I can't be bothered doing this anymore. Or like, I don't know how to take product shots or I don't know how to write product descriptions and all that sort of stuff that you need to do is so much harder than that initial idea that you had.
2: Yeah. With um, staying motivated, I think it helped the fact that our first samples arrived right around when my daughter was born. So, we could use them, like we were quite excited to the fact that we actually had a baby that we could put in in the wraps that we'd just gotten. So it was quite exciting to test them all out and um, staying motivated in that, you know, we could actually see the product being used rather than just sort of sitting in front of us and not being able to do anything about it. Mm. Um, but, yeah, Georgie, you can go. <laughs>
0: I was just going to say um, in that year leading up from like the idea till we actually received the products to start selling, we didn't really do very much. We probably should have, but I think we were a little bit naive um, with the amount of stuff that goes into launching a business. We really didn't um, do as much as we should have probably, but staying motivated since the stocks arrived and since we've been able to sell it, it's, it's been kind of a bit of... I don't know if Madison's the same, but a bit of an obsession, it's um it's fun and it's just something else to concentrate on, especially during the, the whole COVID thing. Um, it's a bit of it's a bit of light. I don't know. It's enjoyable.
1: Yeah. And you feel I think it's different when you are actually working on your own business that you don't mind if you're putting in overtime or you're working at night or mm. you're working because you're actually getting to do something that you're passionate about, that it makes it a whole lot different than if you're pulling different hours for it. Um an employer, you're yeah. not going to necessarily give me the satisfaction out of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. I agree with that. So with the when it comes to you've got your products, how do you actually start getting people the word out there that you're a new business and that you've got baby wraps and it's, I'm sure there'd be two types of customers. One is they know what they're looking for and that makes it really easy to make a sale from that. But other people don't necessarily know the benefits of a stretchy wrap or they find them really confusing and they they find them really like cumbersome and they get all confused by, by Mm. about it. So how do you, um, how do you actually get people like drive traffic to your website and people to find you? Our main source has been
0: Instagram. We've really focused on Instagram more than anything else. Um, And it's, it's a hard slog growing your Instagram following, but we've just been, that's been a big focus of ours. Um, and then as soon as we started growing it, I suppose we, we've done some Facebook ads and some micro influences and things like that. Um, but I would say personally, I think Instagram has been the main, the main goal and it, it's sort of educating, I suppose, a bit on the benefits as
1: opposed to just a, a buckle carrier.
0: Um
1: yeah. What about yeah. what are those? Sorry, you gone. You go, Madison.
0: Oh, I was just going to say that that was
2: something that we focused on um, or try to focus on with our posts on Instagram is that not necessarily just selling um, the product, but selling the or explaining the benefits of a wrap carrier um, as to why they're they're more beneficial in especially in those early months um, for new babies
1: and you said as a hard slog, what with the Instagram, it is like, it's, it, 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 there does become a tipping point when you get to a certain amount of followers that you organically can then grow and a snowball effect happens. But at the start, it's, it is really hard to get traction up. What were some of the strategies that you used on Instagram to actually, cause you do have quite a few followers now about 12,000 was it? Oh no. But that's even a lot of followers. Like how did you get that amount of followers.
0: We've really uh, wanted to concentrate on growing organic uh, followers and not just anyone that wants to follow random pages. Um, So basically we just found our sort of ideal client and then started engaging with them and engaging with pages that are similar to ours as well. And I suppose that's been the main thing. But we've done um, a couple of competitions as well. They're really good and some micro-influencers as well.
2: Yeah, when we first started, we um, a, a lady that was like a micro-influencer contacted us and asked us if we wanted to do a competition um, with her, which we did, and that I think helped us get a lot more followers to start that weren't just our friends. Mm.
1: Yeah, and <laughs> you're like, it's just my mom. <laughs> and my <laughs> friends and when it comes to um actually converting on Instagram like it's all well and good to have a following but the main point of having that following is then to get sales from it so how do you actually drive your followers to then become um especially since yours isn't really a repeat purchase it's mainly mm-hmm. just it's during a specific life life cycle and unless they have another baby and they need another wrap or or something like that it's really only one time purchase so you don't mm-hmm. really have the benefit of like recurring orders, you have to continually focus on that acquisition. So yeah. yeah. Have you found that a challenge? Yes, yeah. I think so. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. I've, I've, I've had a few other uh, women in the maternity and pregnancy space and it's that it, it is that product where it's great because there will never be people that aren't getting pregnant but it's also it's only a specific time in their life that they're going to need that and then it becomes um, something that, you continue to have to be finding new ideal customers. Yeah. yeah. Um, and when you did mention it about before about, you, you know, you're finding your ideal customers, can you talk to me a bit about that and how you, because um, I think people in maybe the startup space don't necessarily have the importance of finding who they need to try and and reach.
0: Yeah. I think initially we actually started with the wrong ideal client. I don't know if Madison would agree, but we started looking. Was it men? (laughs) No, we started looking at um, women that had young babies. I think we were like, oh, we'll we'll target the people that have a young baby. But that's way too late in the game. I think we realised that we need to actually target people that are pregnant um, or even looking at having another baby or their first baby. Um, So we basically found We would go to pages, I don't know if Madison did the same thing as me, but you'd go to a page like, I don't know, say SRC Recovery Shorts, which is an Australian sort of brand, I believe, that sell the recovery shorts that you would wear after you have a baby. So all of the people that are commenting and liking and following that page would be someone that you would think would be pregnant or thinking about having a baby. And then I would just engage with them, basically.
1: And did that work?
0: Yeah, (laughs) <laughs> it's worked quite a bit it's a lot of it's a lot of work though you don't realize how much work goes into finding or get like the, your organic followers um, and people that actually want to purchase from you there's a lot of work finding them and also getting them to even look at your page <laughs>
1: so what are some of the strategies that you have but apart from that like what are some of the strategies you have used to then get them to come through to your site
0: oh that's a hard <laughs> one. i don't even know no
2: I think we just engage with them and I think because we're a small business and we're just two sisters and we try and make our page really like real and like personable, people feel like we're friends with them because we communicate a lot with them through like direct messaging on um, Instagram Mm. and then you just build up chats and build a rapport and then people just, they like you. So not that we're doing it to be fake or anything, but you just, they start to think that, you know, of you as their friend and we start to think of them as our friend, mm-hmm. you know, and you're just having chats like general chit chat and then people are like, oh, I really want to support their business. Yeah. And that seems to be how our sales are occurring at the moment. is through building up relationships.
1: Yeah, very true. And are you purely online through your own store or do you is your goal to get stockist? What's your kind of end game with it, with that?
2: Yeah, we're online at the moment and we do have a couple of um, brands that are stocking, uh, I think only two. I think one store in Perth is stocking our wraps and another online store in South Australia. that She's based in South Australia. But our, our goal at the start was to do markets, but um, we haven't been able to do that at all.
1: Yeah, okay. so that sort of shifted your game plan a bit.
2: Yeah, yeah, we'd love to get into bigger stores yeah especially
1: since you're I mean you've got a great market down in the Mornington Mornington Peninsula it would kind of be a really perfect fit for it but Mm. those arts and crafts style markets
2: yes yeah that's exactly what we were we were booked in to do um it cancelled the day before we were meant to go (laughs) (laughs) I think we were doing one in Yarra Valley and we were quite excited that we were going to you know get some wine after it or something
1: (laughs) (laughs) so talk to me a bit about you know, you've started this business really in the middle of COVID um, or at the start of COVID. Um, How are you combining, George has got two kids, Madison, you've got one kid, you've got a new baby in a business. Um, How do you kind of combine all of that?
0: it's hard it's hard um you just kind of do it I personally just do it drips and drabs throughout the day as it kind of happens I probably need to work out more of a schedule though but my husband is now at home anyway so he can help um but it's just a juggle basically yeah as Georgia
2: once put it you um you're juggling like so many balls in the air that sometimes you just drop one and it might be like the the cleaning ball that is just
1: dropped. Yeah, that's always the my ball that gets <laughs> yeah. dropped. I'm like, oh well. <laughs> I'll drop the cooking ball. <laughs> yeah, um, as long as it's not the kid. Like as long as yeah. you're not dropping the kid, <laughs> that's fine. Yeah. And I'm also really interested to hear about what it's like working with your sister. Like, I'm sure that there's boundaries that you guys are probably more willing to cross than mm-hmm. normal business partners. Where you have to kind of tread lightly sometimes whereas you guys probably have a lot more of an honest relationship or it sometimes can cross over between business and family how do you like have there been any challenges in that regard
2: uh, I don't think so no.
1: <laughs> this is like the Dr Phil the Oprah moment
2: yeah no we we we're pretty both pretty easygoing I think and pretty um similar in our opinion so we haven't really had any sort of We haven't had any fights, but we grew up like we've been so close our whole life. So like we have basically always sort of being together more or less. (laughs) Um, So I don't know. We haven't really had any problems so far. So far, so good.
1: Yeah. We're only 18 months apart, so we're very close. (laughs) Oh, wow. That is pretty close. Mm -hmm. And so do you have um, different responsibilities in the business? Like is... Madison better at one thing and George is better at the other and you kind of lean on each other's strengths or do you just divide and conquer?
2: We did try to implement that, but it hasn't really stuck. I think we're both, because we are juggling doing things, we just basically make a list, like I've got a list next to me of our jobs that we need to do and George will probably have the same list and we just work through it and whoever is sort of like, okay, well, I'm doing this bit. Yeah, we're just... Um, Try I forgot the question.
1: now. <laughs> <laughs> like how do you assign responsibilities or oh, you, yeah. do you have different strengths when it comes to building the business?
0: I think we do have different strengths. Madison was really good with finding the manufacturer. She's kind of done that a little bit before and I had absolutely no idea how to do that. So it was lucky that she did. Otherwise this never would have happened. Um, and I, I probably focus more on Instagram. I think the Madison does. Um mm-hmm. But, yeah, we we do generally share. We've got that Evernote uh, website that you can just sort of have a joint list and we have a joint list going at all times. But um, I think Madison's probably better at learning things as well. Like she's done a few more courses than I have, like on sort of Facebook ads and things like that. Yeah, we generally do mostly do it together. Yeah. We, We speak to each other all day long. Yeah. And about 10 times a day.
2: Yeah, a little bit too much
1: sometimes, (laughs) but not for us, but for our husband. (laughs) Yeah. So they're like getting involved in like a family relationship. (laughs) And do you have, um, what's been like, what's been the most challenging aspect of building a, a business?
0: I think getting it out there, being seen marketing budgets for online businesses have to be so high and we just don't have a ridiculously high marketing budget um, but I think just being seen because there's lots of big competition in this area and they're so much bigger than we are, so we're just trying to get our brand out there, I suppose, get people to actually see it.
1: Yeah. And, what, like, what, do you, what are some of the things that you want to focus on over the next, like, year or two that you think will help with that?
0: Um, um, well, be, oh, okay. yeah, sure. Okay. Um, so once we've got some new stock arriving, so we sold out of our... Um, two leopard print designs in about three months. Oh, wow. Yeah. we've they've, quite a few of them sold. They've been quite popular. Um, so we sold out of the first two leopard print designs and we've placed another order. So we've got some more stock arriving mid October and Madison's been learning everything she can about Facebook ads. And when that stock arrives, we're going to go hard on the Facebook ads. And then after that, we're going to go to the Google ads. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so you're going to go like piece by piece. Yeah, Which is a good idea.
0: Yeah, we just don't have the time to learn it all at once. It would be really lovely to um, get like a full day of just us two working ahead, like getting things done. But it's just a, it's not realistic, especially since we're not allowed to actually see each other with can't, yeah. can't actually get together and get it done. But yeah, once the new stock arrives in October, we're going to go hard on the Facebook ads.
1: <laughs> and um, and with um, with COVID and. You guys running the business? Do you have like where, where does all the logistical stuff happen? Like, who does someone post out of someone's house, or like, how does it actually how do you actually ship your items out to customers?
0: We live about four hundred meters from each other. Um, yeah, so we live right up the road, but we've divided the stocks. So when it arrives, we just divvy it up, and we have a inventory spreadsheet. And I suppose we just um, when we get some orders, Madison says I'll do these ones, and the next day I'll do a few, and um, basically just whoever has
2: has time really like if i if I get up early and my daughter sleeps a bit longer than usual then I might just quickly say I'm getting these orders ready mm-hmm.
0: um, yeah we we're going to the post office too much though so we started looking into things like ship it um, where they come and pick it up from your door which is really handy but yeah
1: yeah and what um what advice would you give to someone that wanted to start their own? business in the manufacturing space because when you are in a product-based business and you are developing your own products like there is so much more than like to it than just having an idea and and going full steam ahead like you have to actually get a lot of moving parts in place the manufacturer the the shipping the website instagram like what advice would you have someone have to give to someone that was just where you guys were 18 months ago probably Oh, you go you go
0: I was going to say to probably start doing it bit by bit um, while you're getting the products sorted. So start your website up, um, start writing product descriptions and things like that because that's all stuff that we did not think about um, a year ago and it would have been handy to have that all organised before the stock arrived because we are in a bit of a rush. So I would say just keep ticking things off while you're getting your products ready to go.
1: Yeah, what about you, Madison?
2: Um, I would say to do like a massive long list of everything you could possibly think of, including like insurances that you might need or any anything, just do this. I'm a big list maker, so that's probably why, but then you can just start working through that list and getting everything ready. Um, yeah, as as Georgia said, before the stock arrives would be
1: ideal. <laughs> before you, um, you like as you mentioned with the insurance stuff how who do you go to like I used to have a product based business and the amount of things that you have to think of that you didn't think you'd have to think about like who do you go to for advice about that sort of stuff or do you just kind of muddle your way through with each other
2: we muddled our way (laughs) (laughs) but Georgia uh, Georgia's husband I think had the contact for the
1: insurance Mm.
0: Both our husbands have their own businesses, so that's kind of handy.
1: Mm. Yeah, I think as it can be quite. It's probably good that you guys are doing it together as sisters, because otherwise it can be quite lonely if you're like trying. You have to figure out everything. It's nice just to be able to bounce those ideas off someone.
2: Yeah, and that's actually that's probably another thing. It helps you keep you motivated when you're doing it with somebody else. Like I think if I'd had a new baby and I was doing this business on my own, I don't think I would have. I think I would have been like, oh my gosh, there's too much to do. And I've got a little baby to look after. I don't have time for it. But because we're both in it together, um, it sort of keeps you motivated and you want to keep going because you're with the other person. You don't want to let the other person down. So that's definitely helped us
1: a lot. So, George, back to when you were a couple of years ago with your husband, you're overseas, were you, and you were travelling, and he said, like, this would be a really easy business idea. Do you think that that was... The truth do you think it has proven to be an easy business idea
0: I think it's been a great business idea personally. yeah yeah I'm so glad that we had that breakfast and that we had that conversation and that we've got this happening because it's it's really really enjoyable to have something else to do other than just being a
1: parent um I love it what about you Madison
2: yeah definitely um I have always wanted to work for myself on my own business um, but just didn't know what that would end up being, and I think this has been a, a massive blessing to be able to do
1: this. So, what is next? Like, what are you guys going to look at at expanding your range, or are you just going to focus on kind of doubling down on what on like your leopard print and your top sellers at the moment?
2: Uh, no, we've got muslin wraps coming. They're um, they're on their way at the moment, um, and then we're getting more designs printed for those muslins. Um, And then we've got a few other things sort of in the pipeline that will hopefully, hopefully everything's taking a lot longer now at the moment to happen, but um, hopefully early next year we should have some other things, uh, items available.
1: Well, thank you guys so much for joining me. Can you please tell the listeners where they can find you guys online, check out your stuff and connect with you guys?
0: Um, so our website is www.joeybabywraps.com.au and on Instagram we are at joeybabywraps.
1: Amazing. Thanks guys. Thanks so much for joining me today. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. It was such a great chat with Madison and Georgia. And make sure you do check out their range of baby wraps. So if you know anyone that is a mum-to-be or in the early stages of having a newborn, that you send them their way. They're so beautiful, their wraps. I was on their website and it just made me want to have another baby. Um, And again, if you do want to check out my eight-week course, head to to sundaydigital.com.au forward slash profitable dash promotion. That link is in the show notes. And come stalk me on my socials, follow me at Griffin underscore on Instagram and connect with me. Let me know what you thought of this episode, who you want to hear next and what sort of topics you want me to talk about. And I will chat to you. I'll be in your ears next week. Have a great week.